Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 223. I am actually rolling up the road right now, going and getting dinner. Yes, I'm going to get dinner right now for my family. We're in a transition day. That is uh, AKA, that means that we just got done traveling back from Indiana or from a you know place from out of state and anytime you travel with four children more than say three to four hours especially when you travel with them for 12 hours you're a little worn out the next day and so today is a transition day for me but I still wanted to be consistent with you guys. I still felt led to record a episode of the Kingdom Success podcast so that you guys could have some content to chew on, something to something to kind of say, hmm, things to make you go, hmm. Boy, that's a song right there. <laughs> oh, so I'm driving up the road, guys. This is your first time actually listening. Uh, sometimes I've done this in the past. I don't typically do this, uh, I haven't done this in a little while, where I've actually just driven and talked to you guys, like you're just sitting in the passenger seat of my car, and we're just talking like normal normal people. And as I had my business meeting with Holy Spirit this morning, yes, did I say I had a business meeting with Holy Spirit? Yes, I did. So if you've never heard me talk about that, that is... Outside of my normal quiet time, which happens, you know, fairly early in the morning, uh, this morning because I kind of slept in a little bit, I got up uh, probably about eight o'clock because I went to bed at two thirty this morning from driving uh, from Indiana. But here I was, uh, had my quiet time, which is normally my, just my daily time that I get to just fellowship with the Lord. No agenda, no anything. We're not trying to accomplish much. We're just I'm just reading the word, praying, journaling. Uh, I've got a good book that I'm I'm probably reading right now. Actually, the book I'm currently reading is "Love Your Kids on Purpose" by Danny Silk. And let me tell you something, guys. This is the second time that this will be the second time I've read this book, and it is again um, just opening me up and making me sit there and reevaluate my parenting, reevaluate how I relate to other people, reevaluate how I just honor people, reevaluate how I give freedom to people. Just a lot, a lot of things. But on top of that, you know, I get done uh, with my quiet time and I eat a quick bite to eat and then head down to my office. And even before I start my my day of working, I always have kind of a business ritual, and that is actually where I spend some time talking to Holy Spirit or 
literally I sit down and I've got some praise and worship music playing. Uh, I might begin to pray in the Holy Spirit or I might just begin to uh, write at the top of, the, of a blank sheet of paper, which you know usually is in my full focus notebook, uh, planner. Uh, Father, I, I'm a blank slate right now. And what I mean by that is basically I, I'm not going to do anything to start my day until I hear what you would have me do today. And normally, uh, you know, just with kind of the way things have been going over the last couple days, it's only been two to three things that he's had me do in a given work day. Just because my work days have been kind of short to, uh, here as of late. But anyway... One of those things that I was instructed or encouraged was actually record this podcast and get it up, get it out to you guys. So that's what I'm doing. I'm being obedient, even though I am a little tired, but I'm still being obedient. I just want to let you guys know that I love you guys, and I want you guys to feel co- uh, encouraged, and I just want to be kind of that Obi-Wan. Uh, I'm not saying I'm Yoda or anything, <laughs> so to speak, but I, I have gone around the mountain a couple times, uh, not to say that I've arrived or anything like that, but I feel like that I can give some perspective and give you some advice, uh, give you some wisdom of things that I've learned along the way and that might help you out. And as we live in a day and today that is truly feels like there's just so much tension in the air and so much I don't know what else to say, just hate going on. Um, I just, as you know, I just did episode 220 with Amos Johnson. And I, in doing so, I it felt like that just personally, the enemy kind of kind of came at me a little bit, um, not in a vicious way, but just to try to trip me up and try to make me feel bad about some things that might have happened. But anyway... I, I read this statement this morning that popped up on my notifications, and I'm going to pull over uh, right here so I can read this to you guys. It's from a gentleman named David uh, Winston. It's actually Bill Winston's son, and David Winston is a, is a great man of God. I've, I've actually followed him on Twitter uh, for the last you know 10 years, I believe, and I can see his growth in the Lord happen. And he's definitely got an anointing on him. But this was his tweet that he said, No matter the situations or the conditions, we are still, and he's got still all caps, we are still commanded to love. It's It's not optional, and it doesn't change with the seasons of life or the challenges of life. And he makes a reference to actually John... 13, verse 34, and I'm actually going to read that to you guys as I'm pulled over, and then I'm going to give you just some practicality behind it, and actually a story, story time, boys and girls, okay, so let's read this, so it says in John 13, verse 34, it says, a new covenant I I give to you, that you love one another even as I have loved you that you also love one another but this all by this all men will know that you are my disciples 
if you have love for one another. So, what does all this mean? Well, number one, number one, what Jesus just says right here trumps and actually bypasses love thy neighbor as yourself. <laughs> oh, did I, did I just say that? The golden rule got trumped. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Jesus actually says right here that you are to love one another as I have loved you. Notice the words, as I have loved you. So Jesus is basically saying, guys and ladies, please hear me. You know, you might be a 27-year-old, you know, person that is in corporate, you know, uh, business or whatever you're in and you're sitting there trying to figure out how am I to how am I supposed to you know overcome the situations that are going on well Jesus clearly says that we are commanded he says a new commandment I give to you a new commandment so this actually trumps love thy neighbor as thyself because this is a new commandment that Jesus gives that we are to love one another as Jesus has loved us. So, I just got done witnessing a wedding, my brother-in-law's wedding this past weekend. And one of the things that he's, that the actual uh, um, pastor, oh, Pastor Anthony said, which I thought was so well put, you know, he was giving the charges to both the bride and the groom. And the charges were, you know, wife, you know, speaking to the, to the wife, uh, which is Jasmine, you are to submit to Jamie. You are to submit to his leadership, to his, to him, um, as, you know, as basically submit. Well, <clears throat> then he turns to Jamie and says, Jamie, you have the huge responsibility to love Jasmine as Christ loves the church. And one of the things he added with that, he said, and so that means, Jamie, that you are to not only care for Jasmine, but you are to help Jasmine accomplish all the goals and all the dreams that she has in her heart. Wow. When he said that, it really kind of hit me beside the head that Christ, as much as he loves us, and when we fellowship, as you've heard me talk about, when we fellowship with Holy Spirit, guys, and we get into that communion, when, remember, FAP, F-A-P, Fellowship Assignment Provision. When we fellowship with the Lord, we fall in love with him so much, therefore, it almost, he be, our heart becomes his heart. And his heart becomes our heart, and it so in, becomes so intertwined that the Lord starts to put desires, he starts to put dreams inside of you that he wants you to accomplish. And then he even goes a step further and actually says he's going to accomplish those 
with you. He's going to enable you. He's going to give you the resources. He's going to give you the empowerment. He's going to give you the motivation. He's going to give you the energy. He's going to give you the discipline. There's no such thing as self-discipline in the kingdom. In the kingdom. He's going to give you those things when you fully submit to him. Now, let me get a quick uh, swig of, uh, of energy drink. Hang on. Mm. That energy drink tastes so good. That's excess energy drinks, by the way. So if you want some, you can come get some from me. <laughs> anyway, so you are, we, we are called, Jesus actually says that. So guess what? As you love one another, as Christ loves the church, or as Christ loves us, your fellow man, you are to serve them and help them accomplish their goals and dreams. You know, if you are a manager, if you are a, a boss, if you are in someone in leadership, do you know what the dreams and the goals are of your employees or the people that report to you? Do you know that? Do you know what those goals and dreams, have you ever taken the time, pulled them or gone and have lunch with them and said, hey, tell me what the goals and dreams are that you have? I can guarantee you guys that will endear and that will show that person so much love, it, it, will, it will mess you up. I mean, I've done that because of my, my marketing business, my direct sales marketing business, I've done that for the last 17 years where that people that come into my organization, one of my first questions to them is, what's your dream? What's your goals? What's, what's inside your heart that you want to see accomplished? I mean, one of the lady, one of the couples that just got, uh, that got started in business with me, she simply said, I just want to stop telling my kids no, that they can't have stuff because we can't afford it. I want to stop saying that. That is a dream of a dream and a mission of so guess what? Tyler McCart, I'm taking on Christ now, basically Christ's love. And you know what? My goal is to help in any way possible, encouragement, uh, going out of my way to serve them, uh, giving them some advice on how to you know, work with what they need to do work with to move their business forward to help and enable this couple to accomplish that dream. So that's, that's the first thing. Number two, again, story time, boys and girls. I remember when I was 18 years old, I was, I was sitting, I was actually wrapping up track and field practice. This was on a, uh, this was, a, it had to have been sometime in the late spring, early summer. I was wrapping up track practices all the way over in Marietta, Georgia. I was working out with a gentleman named Coach Mulkey, and he was training me in the decathlon, and I was in the Junior Olympics. And there was this church that I had always heard about, and I'd actually enjoyed the pastor of this church immensely. His name was Dr. Paul Walker of Mount Perrin Church of God over in uh, Marietta, Georgia. And I remember going, 
seeking out that church because I said, hey, I'm, I think I'm in the same area as Dr. Paul Walker's church. So I went and found the church. This is before, this is before Google Maps. This is before Waze. This is before even MapQuest. <laughs> Somehow or another, I found his church over there in Marietta. And it's a huge church, by the way. And I decided to get out and go walk around the campus just to check it out. And as I was doing, I noticed there were some cars, but I found the main sanctuary and I walked upstairs. I don't know why I did this. I just did it. Walked upstairs to the main balcony and sat down in the main balcony. And guess what was going on? A wedding procession. Here I go with a wedding again. I don't know why I'm in the wedding theme right now, but it's Sam. As I sat there in my sweaty track clothes, there was nobody else up in the balcony. There was just people in the, audio, in, the in the lower level, so no one could see me. And I remember the uh, the minister at that time. It actually wasn't Dr. Paul Walker, but it was it was the presiding minister over the church. And he basically, you know, the the bride was coming down, and everything. Everybody was all happy. And to make to very shorten shorten this, he said he started reading. I think it's First Corinthians thirteen. This this love chapter. He starts reading it. You know, love is patient. Love is kind. Love, you know, is not easily offended. Uh, love does not boast. Love seeks. Uh, and keeps no record of wrong. You know, he went through all those different things. And maybe because I was, <clears throat> just had ears to hear at that time, and I have no idea if that bride and groom that got married that day are still even married today, but what that minister said to me, said to that on that very moment, impacted me here now, what? 20-something, 22, 20-something years later, he said these words, and this is my point number two. Love In all this right here that I just read to you guys, everything I just read, there is nowhere in here that it says love is a feeling. You cannot feel love. <laughs> I remember him saying that. And I remember going, what did he just say? You can't feel love. Love is not a feeling. No, you can't feel patience. You can't feel, you know, there might be the percussion repercussions of it, but guess what? You can't feel those. All those things are an action. All those things are a verb. I remember the, uh, uh, one of my favorite groups of all time, DC Talk, uh, put out a song that called Love is a Verb. And, you know, if you want to have success in the kingdom and speak the kingdom's, kingdom's language, which is the language of love, then you have got to, guys, please hear me on this, you've got to realize that love is not a feeling. Love is something you demonstrate. Love is something you make a choice to do. I remember a, a couple of mine that were great friends of mine, still are great friends, but unfortunately, they 
both got a divorce. They got a divorce. And I remember sitting there, the, the husband wanted to make amends and wanted to get things right. He wanted to change. And unfortunately, the wife, I mean, there was no, there was nothing like adulterous or anything like that going on. The wife made it a choice that she was not going to forgive what he did or what he said and how he acted. And it was kind of like the last straw in their marriage. And, you know, there are certain, sometimes certain situations that come up that do call for action to be taken in a marriage. But there's sometimes when you've got to meditate on that, those verses that love is kind, love is patient. It does not hold any record of wrong. It always, it's never self-seeking. Gang, I'm telling you, love is a verb. And unfortunately, that couple is still divorced today. They're remarried, and I believe they're still with their new spouses. But unfortunately, they could not reconcile. Gang, I'm, I, I have to tell you that love does triumph. It is not conditional. If you're in the kingdom, if you're a kingdom citizen, hear me. And you want kingdom success, you've got to wake up. You've got to get your head out of your butt and meditate on what love really is in the kingdom. It's not a feeling. It's something you choose to do. And guess what? I promise you the Lord will empower you to do it. But you have got to make the choice that, you know what? I'm going to meditate on this. I'm going to renew my mind to this. And the last thing that I'll say, number three, is that yeah, I'll say it that way. And this is just wisdom that I got from the actual bride's father. And that is this right here. And I'll, I'll stop with this. One of the things you can do is to be slow to criticize and be quick to compliment. It's very practical. It's very easy. You can go and read Dale Carnegie's How to Influence and Influence People. But man, guys, when you're operating in love, you are very, very slow to criticize. And you're very quick to compliment. And also, guys, you've got to be quick to forgive another person. And you've got to be quick to forgive yourself. So that's it, guys. Um, Kingdom Success listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to wrap up with that. Know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang will catch you on the other side.